You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. First time in a long time, the back like I never left. Taking these days as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcast, whatever podcast app you use, and of course... Twitch.tv slash upnextpodcast and youtube.com slash upnext. Hello, Twitch and YouTube room. Yes, hello. How are we doing? Yes, hello. It's Tuesday night. Means we watched NXT, and then we're going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because we are your NXT friends. Friends! We'll always be your NXT friends, and it seems we have a deadline coming yeah. in about a December month or so. December 10th? Yeah, about a month away. Next week, Shawn Michaels issues a statement oh. on deadline. Don't know what that can mean. Everything's going to change. We'll talk right? about yeah. that. We'll talk about some of the matches tonight and everything and all that. Uh, and hey, if you still use Twitter, if you've not gone off Twitter, run away from Elon, uh, follow us, yeah. Up Next Podcast, <laughs> for all the <laughs> updates and all the shows and stuff, because uh, we still use it. It's a good way to help share yeah, our what's, stuff. Yeah, what's the new Twitter going to be? Yeah, how else are we supposed to? I mean, we got to get on TikTok. We got to get the... Yeah, but like for, for like for this kind of stuff, what's, what's the new Twitter going to be? For re- bickering about wrestling, where yeah. are we going to flock to? Join the Up Next Facebook group. Yeah, if there's an Up Next page, but follow, find the group, and we'll let you in, and then uh, you can you can chat about wrestling in there if you want. Uh, yeah, the Facebook group's good actually as well because nice. it can uh, encourage people like Magan to change his uh, carbon dioxide. <laughs> I saw carbon that. monoxide. You're a hero uh, thing. Oh, Matt, I've been listening to Rider Smackdown. That thing's been beeping for like two months. So he, you saved his life. So, uh, and Sir, Sir helped as well. Oh, everyone saving yeah. everyone's life. So, Magan, we're, we're glad you're alive. See, that's we're the, that's the social media up yeah. next provides if you join the Facebook group. We may save your life. 
literally exactly. and possibly heroes. figuratively. We're heroes here at Up We Next. could be heroes, and yeah. we are uh, over here at Up Next. So join our Facebook group, uh, and then uh, follow us on all that stuff if you want, because we, uh, we'll, we'll still use Twitter uh, for now. Yeah. I heard I can pay eight bucks and get a blue check. Is that, like... <laughs> I don't think quite, quite that's how it works, is it? It's how, it's how it it's looks like It's like if it you works. want to keep it, if you're already verified. Oh, so we I can just pay you, and get it? I don't think you can just pay and get it. Oh, I, man. I still think still you need to like, hit the other things, ah. but then got to pay. Yeah. We have to prove to people that it's actually us. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> It's actually <laughs> us that are tweeting about, I don't know, what do we tweet about? Wrestling most of the time. I don't care. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'll still use it uh, until you know. I don't. I don't know. What, I, I just don't I, like that. He keeps. Po- I don't even follow the guy, and he just keeps on that's popping the up on my yeah, timeline. That's like you two putting that album on my iPhone yeah. that one time. I'm still not over it. Elon, like, I, don't, I don't want you. Elon, get out of my like yeah. feed. It's like everything is is him definitely uh, for sure. But hey, go follow us if you're uh, if you're about that life. Uh, you can also listen to a bunch of other stuff. We have some some definite housekeeping. I mean, last week. Uh, countdown here because we're going to be away next week mm. because we're going to New York. We're going to Newark. We're going to full gear. Most importantly, the post wrestling five year anniversary oh, show yes. in Newark, November 19th. Man, if you don't have your tickets yet, please go. There's limited tickets left and it's going to be a party. John Pollock's offering free hugs to everyone. Free hugs. Sees. Yeah. Wow. I didn't hear that. It's it's five second hugs for every year. Five seconds. If you if you get the VIP tickets, it's ten seconds. It's ten seconds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you get a hug from Pollock. You get a sesh with us. Uh, you can crack a few white claws. Whatever. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be the multiverse of post wrestling and up next. We have so many people involved in the podcast that are gonna be there live. It's gonna be so much fun. Uh, if you're a listener, this is it. This is the the meetup to not miss for sure. Uh, and then we have a bit of a game as well because we're going to be doing fall gear, meaning yeah. some fall guys where we're going to have a series of challenges uh, that may or may not involve a tortilla, may not involve a tortilla slapping contest. It seems like it may. one half of the party is, is on board. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, we, we've 24 hours to respond. I, I heard you on <laughs> grapple. I heard you on rewind a smackdown. Just talking smack. Chatting shit. To Neil? To Neil. Damn. Uh, well, the, the gauntlet's been laid now, Andrew. Yeah. Will you accept the tortilla challenge? The tortilla challenge. And the winner is uh, advances in the... In the yeah, th- sure. this is like to, to enter. This is... <laughs> to enter the game, you've got to face each but other. But you get a good slot later on. Okay. You can like, be the last one, right. maybe, okay. possibly. I don't know, something like that. Yeah. Anyways, the winner of this whole tournament that we're going to do with all these little games faces our champion the bde champ fire frank who has been unstoppable in mm. wwe trivia uh for like a year now this guy year plus this guy is the roman reigns of bd wrestling trivia and all that stuff so yeah when did he win that i don't know a long time ago it was a while so i mean we we are going to do everything in our power to make sure that Someone else walks out as VD champion he's, that he's night. He's got like will will maybe Frank will crack under the pressure of the live setting. Oh, like does yeah does he perform on the big live stage? Yeah, because uh, we know he can perform uh, on Twitch. Yeah, that's true. On YouTube, he's good yeah. at the trivia though. He's really he smart. Good. And I mean, uh, it's going to be pretty awesome. And uh, we're hoping to to see everyone there and all the people who are listeners and and post wrestling people, all that stuff. It's going to be a blast. Shout out Real Media. Shout out Robert Pearson. This is going to be so much fun. So yeah, we'll be in New York. Uh, we'll be going to Full Gear after that show on Saturday. It's going to be a ton of fun. We will be doing a BD Elite tomorrow night on Twitch and YouTube and this free feed, chatting all about Dynamite. And then I'm not sure because we are going to New York next 
week. Yeah, I think next week is uh, obviously it's not going to be at our regular time for right. either Up Next or BD Elite. We may uh, unfortunately not be able to do a show, um, but I think we'll we'll probably we're hopefully going to try and put something out yeah. next week. Okay. So uh, can't guarantee a time or date right yet because we are going to be traveling. We are going to be moving around. We've yeah. got lots of stuff to do next week. Um, but we'll, we'll try and put uh, some show out on this free uh, on this feed yeah. to kind of give our thoughts on everything. Yeah, so uh, look out for for that. We will be chatting about next week's show in some capacity, but uh, we'll we'll chat about some AEW stuff tomorrow, leading into our, our big week, and then going to full gear. We'll do some sort of show down the line for all all the shenanigans that mm. we get up to. But hey, maybe you want more. Well, anytime is a good time to sign up to patreon.com slash up next guys i said last month was our lowest patreon month ever and well it's th- it now it's worse it's <laughs> dropped by three more so now i uh. i i I, uh, I lay out the challenge, support the BD and check out all the great podcasts that we have out there for five bucks and you get a month's worth of access to everything that's coming out this month and everything in the back catalog, meaning all the retro NXT reviews. We have a new was next coming out this week, chatting all about Sami Zayn, uh, yeah, Adrian Neville, pretty big episode, BFFs, an even bigger Bailey, one for next week. crazy, yeah. crazy, uh, considering all the, where the wrestlers are in the world today, but we do retro NXT reviews, retro pay-per-view reviews, everything. We did a review of Jurassic Park that mm, was out there. That was fun. Uh, this week is also stacked because we have a show where world champs get to pick stuff. And, well, someone has picked Ratatouille. Yeah, Mahmoud Al-Mahdi, world champ, has yeah. picked Ratatouille. So we're going to chat Pixar. a Pixar Disney movie, and I can't wait. I watched it today, and it's a fantastic movie. So Ratatouille. I guess I'm going to have to cook <laughs> some Ratatouille. Tomorrow. I don't even right. know what it is, but I'm excited. So, uh, yeah, Ratatouille. And then if that's not enough, uh, next week is would have been Macho Man Randy Savage's 70th birthday. Mm. So we decided we haven't really talked enough about the Macho Man, so we're doing a best match ever. Randy Savage. Yeah, you've got plenty of time before this one's released. We've got yeah. the feedback thread all up because, as we said, we are away, so we're going to be pre-recording this one. Uh, what are your favorite Macho Man matches? Let us know. We're, yeah. we're going to uh, be diving into, of course, some of the, the great Ooh, matches. Yeah. A bit of Steamboat, a bit of Flair. Um, but, yeah, love. let us know. Any other kind of hidden gems of the Macho Man uh, you... Uh, you recommend for us because yeah. uh, we we love doing best match ever, just nerding out about some wrestling and yeah, fit thing. It's a good time to talk about Randy. Yeah, uh, so we're going to be chatting all about the best of Macho Man, and I'm totally excited about that. We haven't talked enough about him. So uh, one of the reasons, like one of the guys, I definitely was into as a kid, even when I wasn't fully into wrestling. Like I knew who he was, always loved watching his mm. stuff. So can't wait to talk about that. But yeah, go check us out. It's only five bucks. You get access to almost 500 podcasts on our patreon and yeah uh go check it out i'd say it's been a bit of an interesting week of wrestling since we last recorded uh i uh friday i came home from work and there were two matches i wanted to watch one on smackdown and believe it or not for all the all the shade oh we've been throwing a rampage one on rampage and it was quite the the one two uh i put on Ray versus Gunther to yeah. start with, which I really enjoyed. I thought really lived up to my expectations. Uh, Ray Mysterio just feels kind of a bit rejuvenated. This this feud with Dominic that's been going on kind of put on the bur- back burner because I think they're they're waiting for yeah. it, like the right moment, probably for sure. a mania or something. But yeah, uh, 
Gunther Walter has been on this absolute tear since going to the main roster with the IC title. Had those great matches against Sheamus. Um, they're advertising a sort of special World Cup uh, on SmackDown, a tournament where the winner will face Walter. Um, Interesting. And, yeah, had this big match against Ray, which I really enjoyed. No, I, Obviously, I, like yeah. Ray is the best like underdog in history, and Gunther just this final boss kind of character who always does the David Goliath stories really well. I uh, really thoroughly enjoyed that match. No, I mean, ever, it's those knees, man. Rey Mysterio got those yeah. those knees, and he's just the, the Rey Mysterio of the old day, now in older Rey Mysterio. It was great. It was awesome. Uh, I can't believe, like, Walter's so lucky. He, he came into the WWE main roster right as, like, things were kind of changing around, and mm-hmm. then instantly starts putting on stuff that's obviously the fans who knew him before are like, okay, good. He's still doing the stuff we liked about him. And now getting the new fans who like never seen this guy before and now are like, whoa, who's this dude chopping people? And you're right, the Rey Mysterio, uh, Gunther, like the, the styles clash there. Uh, that, they, it was enough that it got my attention. Mm. Uh, I usually work when SmackDown's on, so I actually checked it out Saturday morning uh, the next day just because I, I, that's, that's a dream match, really. And I, I kind of hope they, they go at it again. But I think you could have a lot of those dream matches with both guys, Ray versus whoever and Gunther versus whoever. Well, I think they're building him up in such a great way that um, I hope he stays as far away from Roman for quite a while because I think that is something you sure. could really sell once that match eventually happens. Yeah, I, Like, I think keep this title on him for a long, long time. They're, WWE have got more into that now. They're doing the the long title reigns. We've obviously seen it with Roman being the longest running reigning champion in modern history, but the Usos this Friday going against New Day to kind of break their record. And I think the the long title reigns, they they bring a bit of prestige back to the belt and stuff. And Gunther's certainly doing that. So yeah. um I think he'd be primed for like a, a main event run when they're ready to pull that trigger. Yeah, for sure. Uh, he he just there's so many different matches and styles that he's just him slapping people up. Mm. It would be great. Uh, I did check out some of Crown Jewel uh, as well, uh, which which I think I had like hype, but everyone knew like, okay, there's no way Roman's losing to the YouTuber yeah. kind of thing. But for Logan Paul, like the credit there again, I mean, after watching his SummerSlam match, it had a lot of people, myself included, like, whoa, okay, that's this guy took to it pretty quick. I thought... Same thing for yeah, his match with Roman. Yeah, like it, it had a lot of drama. It had it had all the Shawn Michaels best hits like wrapped into one here. Like he taught him pretty much everything. Uh, he hit the buckshot lariat like better than CM Punk. Pretty nice, yeah. Pretty yeah, nice buckshot. So it was pretty good. He's got that, a nice standing moonsault. I wonder if that's what injured him. The buckshot, that so damn buckshot. He said something about it. He yeah. So he tore his what. MCL, meniscus, and possible ACL, oh, I think. Man. So it's, it's essentially the Seth Rollins injury from, Jeez. Uh, what was that, 2015? Okay. Um, and, yeah, like, so pretty nasty injury, but apparently happened, like, midway through the match. So did yeah. a lot of stuff in that match. Adrenaline the, rushing, jumping yeah, off like, the top turnbuckle, too, with the camera. Credit to the guy. Like, yeah. definitely, um, I, I mean, I'd say I'd put him ahead of, like... Um, McAfee and Bad Bunny at this point. Yeah. Uh, as far as celebrity goes, clearly putting in the work. And yeah, really, really entertaining match. I, I liked all the kind of bells and whistles with the Usos and stuff. Clearly setting up maybe a Paul Brothers versus the Usos down the line. Obviously, yeah. that's going to have to be shelved for a while. Because the injury. Um, but I think there's also something with, with him being a celebrity. Sure, it sucks for the guy being injured. But 
he's a special attraction, so it's not like he'll be missed if he takes six months off. Yeah, he wasn't you know wrestling I mean? on SmackDown. Because he's not like stuff, a regular yeah. performer. Um, obviously, I hope he gets better. But um, yeah, I, I thought that was probably my match of the night. I enjoyed uh, Bianca and Bailey as well. I'm not big on last man standing matches. No, I didn't really care for that. I thought there was some fun stuff in there, but... Yeah, definitely uh, match of the night was was the main for me. Yeah, like Logan Paul definitely is something I wasn't I wasn't super familiar with him prior to WWE. But coming in, it's like, okay, you clearly put in the work. And I do think him and Jake Paul being natural heels will come into play. Yeah. And down the line, I mean, that's just the way things are these days. Like YouTubers and stuff like mm. we see with the fights and the Silva fight and all that stuff. Like that's just how it kind of is now. So if you're not really familiar with them, you get familiar with them, I, I guess. Uh, but I, I like my interest was there to see, see the match, but uh, I, I'm still thinking like, can, can we now get, it was smart that they did it in Saudi. Cause imagine someone going to a pay-per-view and that was the, yeah. like the ticket you got yeah. to go to that. You'd be like, Oh, why wasn't it, you know, Roman versus whoever. So it's good that they were easy to get it out of the way. Mm. You know, like, let's do this, get press well, for mean, it. Yeah, and, like, Saudi has always had yeah. that kind of weird, like, you've had, what, like, Tyson Fury, you've had Cain Velasquez, you've had Undertaker Goldberg. Yeah. You've had these kind of just weird matches Really there. weird. So it does feel like the right place for it, while it's it's just a little, like, like blip on Roman's map to, like, his proper story. Yeah, going on. yeah, I mean, all the proper story for when Sammy... Takes the title off him. Man. He's so good. <laughs> in the chamber in Montreal. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, I think you could you could go a few ways. You could do Sammy and Kevin going for the tag titles. But a, like, chamber, number one contenders chamber, maybe. Yeah. With Sammy. Um, yeah, for sure. Like, that would be amazing. I think at least the hope spot where you the think, hopes the, yeah. the Santino or Cody or, yeah <laughs> yeah the Santino one yeah no but I like man I'd go all the way with him like he's yeah. it's you're getting that kind of Daniel Bryan buzz which we've been saying for years yeah. since watching him on NXT like it's ah oh, this is this guy could be the next he's had Daniel a hell of a Bryan. year too like, and like seeing um, even seeing like in like so like Sammy is Syrian descent like his right. parents are syrian he does a lot of like work for uh syrian charities yeah. and stuff and obviously there's conflict there with the the saudis and syria and that's a big reason why he's not on those shows hearing like the saudi crowd cheering we want sammy i thought was pretty fucking cool yeah. actually yeah like despite everything and politics and all that like Fair. these these guys are like gravitating to him as well yeah um but man yeah i i'd i'd go with sammy for sure <laughs> like it's either cody it's sammy or it's cm punk yeah. <laughs> that's the list now i yeah von wagner gotta keep roman strong you know gotta keep roman strong it all comes back around yeah I, i'm i'm super into like i checked the weather it's looking real oozy outside i'm mm-hmm. all about the oozy stuff that's they're killing it i I've, i'm not on a huge uh, Roman fan when it comes to the wrestling. Although, like I said, this match was really entertaining and I credit Logan Paul for really bringing it and, and, and stuff. But the whole character work with what's going on with the bloodline, that is money, I, man. For me, that is what puts... Like, wrestling, sure, it is about moves, yeah. but it's about the little things as well. And I for think sure. that's in this in this latest run, 
that's the stuff Roman's got down. Even even just telling the story in this match about Roman isn't really taking this guy too seriously. He hasn't really been training like he would for a proper match because this guy isn't really a wrestler. Yeah, Roman's like subtle looks and like in that promo with the, the Usos when Jay says, I don't give a damn about the tribal chief. And right. just like his little looks, it's never over the top, but it, it, it tells such a story. And I think that's where he's got really good. And I... Like, I, en- I enjoy his matches. I, en- I enjoy Roman's wrestling. I get why he wouldn't be everyone's cup of tea. But I do think it's that kind of stuff that kind of makes him more of a star than other people. No, uh, definitely. It's like his acting. I could see him going into acting uh, yeah. even more so. I know he did that Fast and Furious. But definitely, like, he's really good at that part of it. The actual, like, giving a reason why to care, he's top of that, like, for sure. So, uh Really, really enjoying the, the, the Sami Zayn stuff. It's just mm. so funny and love, can't wait to see kind of where it goes. Clearly, they're doing a bloodline war, in the war games. You would I think. mean, that poster so is they've epic. Done, yeah, so it's confirmed for the, the women's at least it's five on five. Obviously, we've had four on fours before. We've had yeah. five on fives. Um, the women's is going to be five on five. And it, I assume it would be for the men, which would, ass- would make me assume that Roman will be in that. And you'd get, yeah. you know, Roman, Uso, Solo, and Sammy. Yeah. Taking no. on, what, Judgment Day? Or I don't know. There's no other teams, right? It's, yeah, that's that's where it's like, who is viable enough? Imperium. To go, I'd put Owens in there. Owen, it's just like a mishmash Owens, of... Drew, like all the people he's had beefs with. I guess, maybe. yeah, possibly. Owens, Drew, New Day... Something like that, maybe. I mean, speaking of war games, I mean, they stole it from us because we're NXT and we've been talking about mm. war games for the past few years. Check out our reviews in the past there. But they're bringing it to the main roster, which we've been saying they needed to do years yeah. back. So finally doing that. They're even using war, ga- war pigs with Again, Ozzy. You yeah. know I'm hype about that. And they're teasing this women's war games match with a team that has two spots left. And it's the babyface team. And Survivor Series is in... Boston. Yeah. I mean, is that the writing on the wall? Sasha's been posting a lot as well recently about like, you know, the a deal. Yeah, a big, a big deal has come through. Yeah. So is it, hey, if you come back, we'll let you work stardom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Like I yeah. feel like there's a there's something going on where they'll they'll treat they gotta treat her like the big star that she is. But that's that's gonna be huge. Yeah. Uh, we assume yeah, Sasha and Naomi. Um going to be in that match uh they've been missed i think the the women's division they keep on like they've just added mia yim again like yeah sorry mia yim is in the bullet club yeah mia yim's in the bullet club (laughs) what was going on (laughs) it's great we we were big mia yim fans and we were kind of pissed when she was let go uh but definitely not where i thought she'd be slotted in i thought i was i saw the picture of it joining and i double took i'm like oh is that retribution oh no it's (laughs) it's the bullet club okay got you right good for her Bullet Club's for life. Did you know Bullet Club's like almost 10 years old now? Shield's 10 years as well. Shield, damn. I, I feel, yeah. Or Bullet Club sense. longer than that then. I feel Bullet Club could be even longer than for that. For life, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, some, like I'm super, I'm a big Sasha Banks fan. I think this is going to raise Naomi's status as well, who yeah. I think has always been in that kind of, she's been floating in that role where everyone's like, oh, I like Naomi, but she's never been like the, she's never been considered in that class with Charlotte yeah. Bailey. Becky, um, and I'd probably like put Bianca in there now as well. Uh, I think this like absence could make her a bigger deal as well. Yeah, um, yeah. 
No, that that's super that's super awesome. Uh, you mentioned um, Rampage. I know we'll talk mm. about AEW and stuff tomorrow, but we've been going off on how we hate Rampage. We won't watch it if they booked Punk versus whoever. And well, they booked someone that definitely striked our interest. So TK won this round. Well done, because he booked Shibata. Shibata, Orange Cassidy Orange, with Mike Tyson. With Mike Tyson. Like, yeah, you know how high I got before watching uh, that? I knew what I was getting in for. I'm a big, big fan of uh, the Mike Tyson mysteries. Yeah. The cartoon. It's yeah. basically Scooby-Doo. But, but Mike Red Tyson. with Mike Tyson. And Mike Tyson in that is basically a big child. Right. And... I think that's just him in real life. Yes. Just listening to him on commentary. He's got such a, um, like genuine, like, uh, excitement and interest and just seem like he really happy to be there. But like, just like in, in the TV show, like he's changing his opinion. He's like, Oh man, this, this Shibata kid, like icon legend. No one thought he'd come back. I'm all for Shibata. Orange Cassidy's a good looking kid. I want, I want Cassidy. 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 <laughs> so funny. He also swore a few times. I loved it. Yeah, yeah it's great. I was, I was, I only watched that match. Match was great as well. Like I thought yeah. it might be a bit of a, you know, no bumps, Orange Cassidy fun match. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was more than that. And I, th- I thought Shibata looked great. The, the spot where they're sitting down and slapping each other, and yeah. then he fucking slaps oh, him. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, iconic moment, definitely. Uh, I thought that was great. We'll, uh, we'll definitely talk about some... And the talk is he, he wanted two matches. He wanted Orange, and he wanted Daniel, uh, Brian Danielson. So TK booked a four-way with Sammy Guevara <laughs> and Danielson and Claudio and Jericho. Well, we don't know when it will be next in town, but yeah, like hopefully that's a match we'll get down the line. I got so excited when I'm like, really? Well, the pay-per-view's in... Oh, okay. Yeah. We're go- oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we'll do the AEW talk tomorrow. That'll mm. be a lot of fun. I, I did watch uh, our friend Eric told me to check out Osprey versus Naito, and that match rocked as okay. well, man. Definitely we recommend. Things. Osprey's on just a really crazy run this year and FTR wrestled in in Japan as well and that means uh, there's there's some talk I think Melter was talking about how it looks like they're booked for the Tokyo Dome and people are saying that it's not necessarily Osprey Kenny it's Osprey Mox at the Tokyo Dome as well okay so, interesting uh, yeah some interesting stuff uh, there so maybe we'll talk about uh, I finally got around to watching FTR Aussie Open oh yeah well, which I could see them running back that should be the match at the Tokyo, Dome. The match at the Tokyo the match. Dome. Absolutely. Um, bit disappointed uh, they announced the the tag league competitors. I was holding out for Vince and Shane. Vince and the, Shane to enter the tag league, but alas, yeah, no, alas. Yeah, there's probably the the mighty don't kneel are back though. They are, yeah. Classic NXT. If you can't get them at Mans, you can get TM six one. Yeah. Who else would they? They need yeah. The tag teams in New Japan are New Japan's been on a. Uh, it was there's I still cherry pick it and we still have New Japan World and I love New Japan World so I couldn't say nice things enough about it because Osprey and Naito definitely put mm. on a match and I'm excited for FTR to wrestle and make things popping over there like why not do it wrestle in the dome that'd be awesome uh, well I guess that's uh, enough talk it's time for the main event that's the other <laughs> show sorry I just stole Mark Henry's line but <laughs> it's time to talk about some NXT the real wrestling product everyone seems to want to talk about these days. NXT. Yeah. And we kick things off NXT November 8th, 2022 from the Capitol Wrestling Center with Joe Gacy versus Cameron Grimes for the last time ever. (laughs) Gacy coming out with Schism. They've got these kind of uh, 
Purge-esque light-up masks now with just different quotes and things on them as they come out. And Gacy, for the first time in NXT, working in ring gear. Ditch the ditch the pants and the, the waiter shirt. shirt. Yeah, so much better. Yeah, I he thought. looks he looks way better. This is how he used to wrestle. Yeah, and right away for me, it it already the look of schism now with Ava Rain. They've kind of changed up the entrance a bit with the lighting. They've I think you mentioned last week about how like James Drake and Zach Gibson aren't dressing quite as alien esque scary yeah. even more. Uh, I think it, it's a way better look. For them. Yeah, they're the flock. Um, yeah, it, it feels like this Ava Rain thing has has changed the group a bit, and just seeing Gacy here wrestle in proper ring gear is he looked more sinister. I thought. Yeah, with he his, looks like body type and the hair. He's someone. Down. Look, he's someone who's had a like. I, I interesting is not the right word because he's had some just awful stuff this year in NXT. But the issue was never his his wrestling. It was this like storylines that he was given yeah. constantly, specifically the Braun run. So to see him come out here and be treated a bit more like serious again, you drop the Olive Garden gimmick and you look like you're in wrestling gear. I'm gonna treat that a bit more seriously, and it came across that way. I think. Yeah. Um, so Grimes catches uh, Gacy early with the Rana, and then the big boot in the corner. Uh, Gacy hits this nice looking move, which is like a hip toss into the neck breaker. I yeah, look really good. Gacy this- also kind of showing a bit more. Stuff. Yeah, so you hip toss the guy and then you catch him in a neck breaker. Uh, Billy Gunn used to do yeah, this move. Yeah, it looked really good. Uh, there's a big thrust kick from Grimes sending Gacy to, Gacy to the outside, followed by the PK off the apron. There's then uh, Gacy also hits this back elbow into a back breaker, which I thought looked pretty cool as well, and then applies the cross face. Uh, now Jagger Reed is getting involved. He's getting up on the apron, but Grimes kicks him off. There's two super kicks from Grimes, followed by a German suplex and the high cross. Now Jagger and Rip get on the apron again and get knocked off by Grimes. Uh, Grimes turns around and hits the poison Rana on hey. Gacy, but Gacy rolls the outside before Grimes can hit uh, the cave in. There's then a Conhilo from Grimes taking out Schism. And now Ava Rain gets on the apron, distracting Cameron Grimes, allowing Gacy to hit the upside down, the handspring lariat, to pick up the win in what I thought was probably Gacy's best match. And uh, I actually thought it was a pretty good opener here. Yeah, for sure. I mean, since coming to WWE, he's not had a lot of memorable matches. And I think this one kind of stands out. Again, he comes here wearing the actual... Wrestling gear instantly makes me think, oh, you're an actual wrestler. Uh, but there was some, like, good... Uh, obviously, we've seen these guys wrestle a few times, and they do have good chemistry. And here it kind of got to show it. Like, it felt like uh, it was sort of the grudge match where they're being pretty violent with each other, trying to get the job done. Uh, but then it was, like, him putting in, like, the cross face and then uh, classic interference with the bad guys. But it works. Like, mm. bad guys always need their... their lackeys on the apron and stuff but even that clothesline looks pretty good too so uh, i did get into this match i think you're right probably the best match he's had uh, in nxt i hope they continue more this route with this group um yeah i wonder we did see grimes on raw recently um i i feel it's time for him to move up yeah we were we were fantasy booking he should have been the one to join the bullet club and i still stand with that i know they just put me a yim in there mm. but i mean there's probably he just he would fit that uh, yeah. do the money thing book it yeah yeah 
Yeah, I, I think it's his time in NXT. I, I don't see what else you're going to do. He's Especially the, after losing here. He's had the championship, the North American championship run. I can't... We've seen him in the title picture. I can't see him going back there again no. anytime soon. So I, th- I think it's time to move up. And Gacy, I wonder if you could put him kind of facing Wesley after this this Wesley uh, mellow feud is over. Because you wonder what... He's been with Grimes for so long. You wonder what's next for him. And I would think you'll want to... Kind of, now with Ava Rain in the group, you kind of want to keep these as... They're, they're fully... They've been behind this guy for like quite a while. So. Yeah, they've been pushing him. Wesley, so. I could see the story, you know, his tag partner going, Lost Soul and all that sort of thing, perhaps. Um, but yeah, for, but not bad opener here. Yeah, I, I like that, that clothesline he does too, mm. upside down. We see Nathan Fraser and Axiom backstage, and uh, Fraser apparently suffered a bit of an injury from the, the ladder match. Damn. And uh, Fraser says, well, I said I'd leave it all in the ring, and I meant it. Uh, Axiom trusts that he'll be better soon, and this is where J.D. McDonough walks in and says that Axiom knows nothing about that four-letter word, pain, and looks at Fraser and says, yeah, it looks like you're... Neck is a little tight, which probably means you have a herniated disc. Uh, he starts making fun of Axiom, and Axiom says, Well, uh, I just pulled a JD McDonough by, you know, always getting so close but not getting the job done. Um, and how about I show you something about that four letter word, pain? And that sets up a match tonight between JD McDonough and Axiom. Yeah, which be, should be pretty good. Uh, something tells me they will have good chemistry, but of course they've never wrestled before, never, never, because this is an axiom. Not, not, not JD McDonough and Axiom and Axiom have, have never wrestled before. Two guys who look like them. Well, kind of. Maybe if you took that mask off, possibly because yeah. we've talked about it. But yeah, not these two. Not these two. <laughs> Get a commercial for SmackDown advertising that World Cup and Usos versus New Day, which I think I'll probably check out nice. this week. And we go to the barber shop. Hey, Mellow's barber shop. And, you know, Braden, the streets have been talking. What have um, the streets been well, saying? Well, the streets have been saying that uh, Mello, after not winning the North American Championship, what's next for him? And he goes, this is the championship I put on the map and made more relevant than the NXT Championship. It was the A title. And no one has actually ever pinned me for that championship. Whoa. And... Uh, well, wait, didn't Solo Sokoa did? Didn't he? Solo Sokoa did, but he wasn't sanctioned in NXT to wrestle. It was the stupidest. Okay, that's right. So I mean, it was so it was a heel logic. No one's pinned him. It was nullified. It was yeah. nullified. So he is still somewhat lying, but heel logic. And uh, and he actually put some. Uh, he says, "I did exactly what I did when Grimes won in the ladder match. I got it right back from him, and I'm going to do that with Wesley. But I'm going to put respect on Wesley as he went through hell and back to win that thing." But he's never picked me. Uh, he's never pinned me. That's where Trick calls him a transitional champion. and Transitional champ and a transitional chump. And then uh, the barber <laughs> says, well, you've got to give it to Wesley. He has the whole NXT universe behind him. And Trick just goes like, what the hell did you just say, Josh? Come on, Josh. Come on, Josh. Get with it, Josh. Um, Mello calls Wes a tag wrestler and a crybaby. And everyone knows it's going to be a short title reign. So he's going to give him two weeks to enjoy that title, and next week we'll have a contract signing. Uh, I also liked uh, Carmelo's use of that part uh, in this promo. So 
and there were just two girls there chilling. It would keep cutting to them and laughing. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, they they were just there. There's just the imagine. Do you do you do this when you go? I'm bald, so you go to you get your haircut. Is there just I a always posse? say random girls to yeah. Hey, you want to come hang out? I'm getting my haircut. haircut. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they clearly uh, listened to us last week talking about all these NXT locations right. because. We go to the pub later as well. Yeah, we go to the barbershop, the but pub. I do like this setting. I, I think this is, uh, and I think it, it shows off Trick and Mello's chemistry pretty well. They bounce off each other. Uh, only gripe, I, you know we sing the praises of Carmelo and, and the, the combo of Trick being the mouthpiece as well, the side mouthpiece. But I think, I think that my only gripe was this one was too soft. They didn't. They didn't have any like he real. Was too j- nice to Wes. Yeah, they didn't have any jabs. He didn't yeah. like make fun of him. I think Carmelo needs to be a little. He he acts like he's this like ruthless guy, but he never really says anything too mean. Is that <laughs> is that him maybe turning a bit more babyface? I mean, you think? people people we, we haven't really heard him. him being like giving respect to people before. Yeah, so it could be a slight transition i'm still like i mean we're, we're going to this match in two weeks they said the contract signings next week but i mean he would still be my best bet to be the deadline opponent for braun but i'm not sure how you would spin that if sean's announcing something next week and then if he loses this match it's like how do you jump from that to the yeah. other title so uh, i still think he could be he's a bigger draw for me than putting apollo cruz in that mm. match or whatever but uh yeah, uh, I still I still like this, and I think that match will be awesome. Wes and Carmelo, yeah, one on one, like for real this time, title on the line. This is exactly what we've been wanting yeah, for a while. Yeah, sounds pretty good. Yeah, we then uh, go to the arena where on the video screen there's some dialogue from scripts. Scripts, um, basically saying that he will come soon. And what? And watch NXT full. Um, and sincerely, scripts. I didn't quite catch all of this. It was a lot of writing, almost like like a novel on yeah. the screens and and stuff. But yeah, a very like I said, the watcher. Very Tell like me, I, I imagine deadline is the. I get that's a long time. Script. That's still a month away. A month of scripts. A month of scripts. But switching it up. It didn't didn't call the uh, performance center hotline this time round. Good. But yeah. Tapped into the the Tron. He should just get verified on Twitter for eight bucks and then start tweeting. Yeah. Like anonymously or something. I, he he writes more than 140 characters though. This True. Time. There was yeah, a lot of characters. So a, a lot of characters on this show. I I I'm I'm still like there's not enough to give it hints of who I think it. Could I, I, I have a be. clue who this could be. Yeah, yeah. Like last week we were saying it's probably some of the NXT UK UK people. Maybe someone kicking mm-hmm. around there, but. Uh, there's maybe someone new that we we don't know, but as as like the days of someone sitting in the crowd at a takeover or like big indie signings, it's I don't think it's nickel this. Yeah. Oh God, I really hope not. To be You've honest, heard about all that stuff going. Yeah, on? I could care less. I think that guy is so meh. Like, you could or you couldn't. Care. I could not care okay, less. No. Yeah, <laughs> nickel this. We go to our next match, Sol Ruka taking on the returning Electra Lopez. You know what Sol Ruka needs? Like, you're talking about different locations. Mm. She needs, like, her beach, like, the shack, like, on the beach. Yeah. Like, her wax shop, her board shop or whatever, yeah. and she just, like, cuts loose and, like, yeah. talks. I think no, that, I'd like that. I'd yeah, like that. it could give her some character. Um, Electra with a whole new entrance, kind of. Yeah. I don't know, I, like, a f- sort of fashion entrance it had like this bell that went at the beginning and yeah. the this kind of screens open up and wearing this big fur jacket yeah you know, it was it different like a fashionista it was kind cool of yeah um electra goes for a kick and uh, to the gut and ruka's meant to catch her but kind of slipped and didn't catch the foot there 
Uh, Ruka flips out of a hip toss and hits an X-Factor. Um, Lopez then comes back with a big clothesline on the floor to take the advantage. Uh, there's some roll-up attempts from Ruka and followed by a clothesline and drop kick. And then a big shoulder block from Ruka. But then as she climbs to the top, Lopez just drags her off and hits the the Baldo bomb, the the sit-out double choke slam bomb. Yeah, the high-low, the sky-high, whatever. Uh, yeah. Like a sit-out choke buster bomb. Yeah. Uh, and gets the win here. I, I was missing her th- Blue Thunder Bomb, which she yeah. does pretty well. But this looked pretty nice, too. Yeah, Car- uh, like what did I used to call her? Carmen Electra Lopez? Yeah. I just almost did it again. Throwback. Uh, she she looked good and dominating. It's kind of what we need to do right now to kind of establish herself before maybe becoming the next baddie for our next babyface champion mm. kind of down the line. But uh, Sol Ruka, unfortunately, like she came in here, won a match, and then didn't really do much afterwards. And here just being complete enhancement talent to her. But, it you know, she's, she's new, new here. That, that's fine. She's new and young and stuff. But. I think I think she comes across a bit clumsy. Like, her, her flip stuff yeah. looks cool. But when it comes to the actual, like, basics and fundamentals, she looks a bit clumsy, I think. Um, Lopez isn't uh, great, but I thought her aggression came through in this. And yeah, looks a bit yeah. better if, if she can, like work more on that the be, mean, more, be more of a brawler yeah almost, the mean know? the meaner side of her works well that we've seen in yeah. the past i love sol ruka's like have you seen the leaked pictures from the barbie movie with uh, yeah with uh, that's what Ryan she was Gosling wearing here the- without this the the roller skates yeah it looked exactly like that the like neon colors and stuff looked good yeah it looked good I'm excited um, about that movie after barbie. the match indy hartwell attacks electra lopez oh. um to get payback from the other week. So I'm so confused. So Electra Lopez is a heel. Indy Hartwell is kind of now a heel and attacks Lopez in a heelish way. So it's just like all these people who are just not nice people. Well, Indy's been more like a... She's been like a pissed off baby face, hasn't she? I guess, yeah. But I mean, this was getting payback. It wasn't out of nowhere. Sure. Like Electra did attack her. Fair enough. We go to chase you. Where Thea Hale is getting all worked up as Andre Chase is about to face Charlie Dempsey. And she says that last week Dempsey showed how much of a coward he is when he attacked Andre Chase. She does a scrappy do. Let me at him. Let me at him. Let me at him. And Duke says, Mr. Chase, last week when you sent me to the back, that was a teachable moment. And I want to be out there with Thea tonight to show support and only support. I've learned my lesson. And he said, Charlie Dempsey spat in the face of everyone who has worn this great Chase U jersey. (laughs) And you've beat him before and you'll beat him again. And Andre Chase says, yeah, I'll teach that son of a bitch a lesson. Chase U. Chase U. Chase U. As Duke picks up the flag. Uh, I like these guys. I I, I love Duke in this role. You just like this, like, university... Love it. (laughs) I, I, I think it's one of those, like... It's a gimmick they started at the beginning of 2.0 and they've kind of kept with it. And I think people as like a, a mid-card act, I think they're pretty fun. Sure. And I think people have warmed to them. Um, we see Mandy and JC Jane on the phone. Oh, We've boy. seen their like toxic FaceTimes. chats, FaceTimes. <laughs> toxic FaceTimes. Toxic chats, yeah. Mo- most FaceTimes can be toxic. Yeah. And JC is nervous about going to the arena because the fire girl... And she said, threatened her last she week. She threatened her. And apparently Gigi has three cracked ribs. Whoa. And she's like, well, you know what? I'm not going to go. And Mandy's like, yeah, don't go. 
Alba can just wait all night for you. And Mandy says, in fact, just come over. Come over to mine. We'll, we'll hang out by the pool. And this is where we see some orange flashing lights behind her. She's like, ah, I've just been pulled over. Ah, oh, shit. And the door opens and Alba Fire drags JC Jane out. I mean, if JC wore a seatbelt, it would, this would be a lot harder to do. Um, so, and just locked the door. Um, and then he takes the camera. And then takes the camera and then... The graphic on the screen changes from JC Jane to Alba Fire. And it's all Alba, it's all fire and stuff. And then she goes, I told you I would take you out one by one. And it cuts to JC, who's just dead. <laughs> dead in the middle of Murder the Murder in the street. Murdered. Cold blood. And Mandy's trying to talk, but she's been placed on mute. And uh, Alba warns her that next week I'm going to take you out. I think. When you're at work, yeah. at your wrestling work job, yeah. it's fair game. As anything goes, right. you can attack people. Even we, We've established lot. even the parking lot is kind of fair game. In the middle of like just having a drive, yeah. dragging you out of the car and murdering you, I think... I think uh, like, yeah, but you're where, forgetting something. It's Florida. <laughs> this is normal. You mean... Let's look at let's look at her rap sheet here. First of all, Alba Fire. First of all, had a haunted house that then like hired a bunch of people to attack your like opponents. That was just in, that yep. wasn't anywhere at work. That was just some some random haunted house. Let's move on to tonight where she she not only impersonated an officer, yeah, <laughs> to pull this girl Don't over. Use blue lights. Not even blue lights. It's just like some like flashing shit one. Probably that app. Remember iPhone touches or whatever. You, iPod touches. You could do the okay. siren app or whatever. Probably just that. And then to attack someone. This is basically Grand Theft Auto here. Pulling her out of the car. Beating her up. Like she's still the, the Range Rover again too. Like this is just. This is well, assault brother. I mean I. I think. Alba Fire. She. She lost once against Mandy. She disappeared. Discovered she likes fire and changed yeah. her name. Came back. Lost against Mandy again. Yeah. And she's just so mad at Toxic Attraction because I, I guess her thinking is, ah, they, they robbed they, me. Yeah. Get some friends then, yeah. Alba. Get, get, Stop like, murdering people. Aaron Water. Like, I kind of feel like... <laughs> Becky ha- Electricity. How you the... Be- yeah. <laughs> get all the elements and beat this Toxic Attraction once and for all. <laughs> yeah. How are you like? How are you the baby face here? You're just attacking this champion's friend. You you haven't got the job done. You've had your you know. chances. You haven't got it done. Go play with fire somewhere else. Honestly, like if you're all about fire and you don't know how to beat this girl, maybe just try lighting her, light on, fire. her on fire. Like that's not the writing's on the wall there. Just light her on fire and maybe you'll beat her. Well, it's they're having a last woman standing match. Is that what they're week. they're is saying the, it is now? So maybe that's when she'll set her on fire. Please. You should call up Randy. Be like, yo, I, I saw you kill the fiend. I saw you do that one time with the fire. Like, how thing. did you do that? And he's like, ah, empty arena. It's kind of tricky these days. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how we, we're going to do it, but like, it, ha- it has to come down to this. Stop, stop, uh, stop teasing everyone. And, and Alba Fire needs to light Mandy Rose on fire. But, I mean, do you see... <laughs> like, so the idea is she's taken out uh, both... Uh, Gigi and JC, so it's now finally a fair one-on-one match. Right? Could you see Sonya? Yeah, back? I was gonna say she's 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 forgetting about Sonya, or like, yeah, that'd be really funny. Yeah, 
Because like, I don't see Mandy losing to Alba Fire. At this point, like, just, yeah, get it off her at this. I don't care. This is this is definitely so funny. No, I've turned the corner. She should be champion forever. Two more years. Yeah. Yeah, Fuck two it. more years. Why not? She's the greatest women's wrestler alive today. No one else is Booker on her T. level. Yeah, Booker T loves her. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, this was, this was funny. This was nowhere near... Uh, when it comes to uh, Grand Theft Auto type segments in my wrestling, uh, it's nowhere near the level of Edge pretending to be Ric Flair in the segment. He uh, pulls a guy out the car and puts him in the figure four. So one of my favorites, but it wasn't on that level. Uh-huh. Also, uh, like, she, take, she took out Gigi. She took out things. So, like, you're assuming that someone interacts in this because it's no DQ, well, right? Mandy wins fair. Fair and square. I guess. Hits that knee that looks so damn good. Yeah, and, and it's win. down for 10. Book it. Yeah. Yeah. We go to Andre Chase versus Charlie Dempsey. I was I was kind of hoping after seeing Gacy in ring gear that that Chase would finally wear some ring gear, but no. alas, uh, Chase monkey flips Dempsey and sends him out the ring. Uh, then gets uh, him in this like nice front chancery and keeps on doing these roll throughs or holding him in this lock. Uh, but this gets counted into a Northern Lights suplex from Dempsey uh, while Chase is still holding on this front chancery. I thought it looked quite nice. Dempsey then transitions that into a Kimura. But Chase rolls him up for a two count. Uh, Chase then starts delivering some jabs and hits the side Russian leg sweep into the Chase U stomps. Give me a C, give me an H. And then there's a full Nelson attempt, but Dempsey counters this into like an ankle pick and then locks in this. It kind of looked like what, like a modified STF crossface kind of... Regal stretch? Re- oh, of course. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> the regal stretch. And... Uh, and Thea is jumping around, waving a towel, like, to try and motivate Chase. Rally, rally. But Chase is fading, and Duke looks torn and grabs the towel and fails to throw it into the ring the first time. Gets caught up on the rope, so grabs it, points at the ref, throws the towel in, and, yeah, forfeits for Chase, for his, for his professor. <sighs> Didn't want to see him, him lose here. Again, Duke being kind of teeter-tottering of do we know he's helping do, uh, university is he doing it out of love yeah, is and he, care or is he like i'm fucking with this guy yeah i, I will say dempsey is is put in a, a like kind of a, a weird position it's like he's he's being brought in this way which is cool they're not using the regal thing they're not mentioning mm. this really that he is uh, he looks like pete dunn but he's william regal he looks son. great he looks mean he looks good it's so funny that william regal is not in wwe but his son still is mm. and like regal's got a storyline where he's like getting all these wrestlers he's and like, yeah he's dad and his own son is not in that group i think that's was... good though i think it's good for dempsey to i think he's good enough to make it on yeah. his own and then you can always put them together when they'll do that when they'll change his thing. name too i think to regal something regal i i think he looks great i mean he's he seems really young mm. but just from glimpses i see some 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 stuff for sure yeah, and he, that regal he does, he does remind me of young pete dunn yeah he's he does got that meanness which is really rare for someone yeah. his age um, again, I I like Andre Chase. I thought the wrestling here between these two was really nice. I just broken record, but changed the gear. It makes Dempsey look worse, I think, because Chase looks like a comedy wrestler. Yeah. And when you go in actually nice, like Matt wrestling here, hold for hold, it look makes Dempsey look like a bit of a geek for having this guy getting one over on him. No, that time. yeah. So. Just change the look, but I actually thought the wrestling here was pretty strong between the two. And I guess we'll see where the storyline goes with Duke mm. and 
chase you. Yeah, after the match, Andre Chase was confused. He's like, what happened? Yeah. Was he He's mad? Like, oh, I lost. But but Duke was looking concerned. So that's that's something you'll, you'll play up as well. Is this, is this all a ploy? Is Duke tricking him? I hope not. I think he's just... I hope he's just turned a new leaf. But Duke, that's what Vic was saying. It's like, ah, don't trust Duke Hudson. Duke is just going to turn on Chase U and then go, you know, there's only one university for me, Duke. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he's got to do. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I like the fact that Duke's got something to do. So I support Duke. Yeah. Yeah, six foot five, baby. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sports book, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things. With a program that complements your regular recycling. Cause plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was hoping hard-to-recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag program happening in your neighborhood today. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen, but Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses, or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt, especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. All right. Well, we see Indy Hartwell, who's uh, being interviewed by Mackenzie, and she says, what you saw tonight is me finally realizing how this place works. Electra came back to NXT trying to prove a point, but no one is proving a point on me. And she can do that shit to Sol Ruka, but not to me. <laughs> and you can't count on anyone. You have to take what you want. And you know that saying, bet on yourself. Well, I am putting everything I have on me. Damn. Yeah. Some strong words. So, bit of a weird story because she's kind of... It, it's, not like she, it's not like she's been a, a Roxy or a Wendy or whoever where you've had your friends turn on her. Her, just her friend left. just became a mum. Yeah. And her other one got fired. Like, her other guy's busy... Uh, being paid by Miz to... To do stuff. Him. Yeah. Jason um, But what I, I think it's... It, Indy needed some sort of change-up. So, yeah. sure. Sure. It's happy hour... At, Woo! At the Henley Bar. Yeah. Smoke them if you got them. Yeah. And you got Briggs, Jensen, Fallon... No other customers <laughs> are ever at this place. <laughs> Yeah, we, we, it I've looks been, like a like I'd go to this bar. 
like, like I've been to some bars in 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 Florida and outside Orlando here, and uh, this looked like it was not the happening place. But like, I like a good dive bar. Like, yeah, it's got a lovely bartender there. There's some cool tables, some yeah. darts, peanuts, apparently. <laughs> like, why there? Yeah. Why they not, they you should just hire some PC people to Why were there no one else at this on, bar? Even the, the barbershop had more people. Because it made Keanu James's like thing here be like, yo, look. Maybe she's right. Place, yeah, one hundred sucks. Yeah. Uh, so and this is happy hour. You think happy hour should be bumping. Yeah, we we need more we need to make happy hour more of a thing in Canada. Like, yeah. like it, it's not as, as oh, a, I, it's, I, I enjoyed happy hour way too much <laughs> last night. Like, I feel like it's, it's such a bigger thing in the States, but here in Canada, it's like not so, so much. So the laws have recently changed here. Gotcha. Like allowing. So we might see more happy, happy hours. hours happening because happy, yeah. the law was you couldn't change, or at least in Ontario, you couldn't change the price more than yes, once in a day. Right. That's like quietly gone. So you've now seen uh, like that place, Black Pearl, their happy hour is like $4 between four and five, $5 between five and six, six dollars things like that cool so we might start seeing more nice yeah we need more happy hour. i mean happy hour. the cost of everything is just fucking stupid right now. <laughs> yeah it, it really is but happy hour in the states like that's what brings so many people in if you go hey from like five to eight it's gonna be or four to seven it's gonna be like half price drinks like everywhere in the states yeah. that's when it's bumping and here at fallon's bar it's dead there's just those three to be fair it's that week where it's like halloween this just happened. Yeah. We've all paid our rent beginning of the month. It's like, okay, we'll chill for a bit. Weather's turning yeah. a little cooler. So maybe it's just because my work's been quiet this week. Quitters. But, uh, yeah, but yeah, Fallon, sort it out. So Keanu James walks in with Gene or G. We're, we're still not sure. You, you convinced me this person's name is Gene, like mean Gene. Let me tell you something, mean Gene. And then uh, after doing some journalistic uh, research, it's G. It's J. It's G H I. So G, not Gene. G H I. I think it's G H I, like G, like but G. G. So they never really say her name. Gene makes more sense. Gene. Oh, G short for Giovanna. Giovanna. Yeah. Okay. Giovanna. I feel like we we've, we've done this already. We're in a groundhog. Gene who does jujitsu. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's. Uh, I'll go through this Groundhog Day every week for, for, Gene. <laughs> for G. For Gene. You had to watch this episode of NXT every day for the rest of your yeah. life. <laughs> this was a good one, to be fair. Of the NXTs in recent years, this this wasn't a bad episode. Uh, so Kiana James walks in with Jujitsu G, and uh, uh, Briggs is kind of elbowing Brooks to keep his eyes up because he's looking at their boobs, and then he goes, "Hola, amigas." <laughs> I say this every time someone enters the room. And uh, Kiana says, we haven't come to drink. We've come to talk business. And I, I've given you your proposal. And Fallon says, look, I looked over your proposal. And I'm sorry, but it's a no. And Kiana says, look, I see real potential in the property here. And I think I made you a really nice offer here. And uh, Fallon says, it's a nice offer, but this place isn't for sale have too many happy memories here. This is my family's bar. And Brooks is just like enamored by this girl. And it's just like, yeah, give her the, give her the fucking Yeah, just pub. give her it. Yeah, give, give her the pub. Yeah, yeah. And she says, I used to sit at the end of the bar cracking peanuts with my granddad. <laughs> I, I played pool with my uncle and danced with my dad every Thursday because it was pool night or oh, dance night. Man. 
And Keanu says, look, well, I can make an apartment complex here and give all your family a place in this complex where you can live happily for the rest of your life. And Keanu, uh, Fallon turns down the offer and then Keanu turns and she's like, well, you can be fucking broke for the rest of the, your life, bitch. She you, says, we'll be back. We'll be back. Yeah, don't worry. So I think we're going to have uh, a match for the, for the ownership of the bar. And I'm, I'm totally down for this. Oh, man. Uh, first of all, Fallon Henley. Uh, ta- what was her name before? Something Tessa Price. Price. Yeah, she is, she is fantastic. But I, what I didn't like is her talking about how uh, the history of the bar, like going into cracking peanuts with grandpa. Like if in the, 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 the one in a millionth chance that she's talking some sort of truth in here – like didn't showcase anything because it's just a shot of them at some bar with no one else in it and then random shots of what might not even be the bar that they shot like stock footage of but no that doesn't that make more sense you're you're less likely to want to sell if it's like a of course a nostalgic reason i, I just like fa- sentimental yeah. value i just found even it even so- if it's failing as a business yeah i just found that so goofy and so hokey that like it, it definitely like made me go, this is more... I, I, it's obviously ridiculous, but I think you just needed to do what you said earlier. They should have had a fun happening bar popping off. Everyone goes here. It's great. People playing darts, all this stuff. And then they come in and say, hey, we want to buy this bar. And Fallon goes, no, like, I serve this community. This is, you know, there's, you know, Jim over there yeah. who comes every day and needs his Coors Light. And here's this. Like, yeah. you didn't need to lie and go like, well, I cracked peanuts at this, like, fucking, what bar is this? This is, you never even showed us what the bar looked like. Yeah. So, like, it just, like, it. the little things could have made it, like, so much. But I guess because it's da- it's an empty bar. That's why Kiana's got her her sights. We on need it. to campaign to get people to go. We to need to bar go to this bar. Tuesday, Where yeah. is this bar? Is this going to be like Cheers? Everyone wants to go to the bar from Cheers, and then when you get there, they're like, "Oh, it's not the bar from Cheers yeah. at all." So that's what it would be like. I uh, guess. I I, I love storyline about a bar, but I was expecting because earlier in the episode, they were like, "Oh, there's someone. Someone's going to show up at the bar." So I was like, "Is it JBL? Is it like?" Is it APA? Like, who's showing up to the bar? And then the story, I was like, oh, yeah, the storyline's going on. So, and we haven't had any follow-up about whether she's still after Chase U as well. She definitely dropped that when the Duke storyline happening. So yeah. maybe Duke's, I, th- I figured Duke was working for her. Maybe. Oh, that could be the thing, couldn't it? So then she buys the, the, the Chase U campus. She buys Fallon's bar. Duke versus Chase for the uni. <laughs> and and just she, she's just building apartment complexes for these wrestlers that are moving to florida yeah it's 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 a real wrestle house isn't it she's building she wants to build uh these apartments in orlando because uh she doesn't want all these wrestlers uh living together anymore exactly you need your own place you need need your own condos down here i want to move to kiana's condo me too (laughs) (laughs) is g gonna be there oh yeah shout out gene uh we go next to uh Sorry, Hank Walker. Oh yeah, taking on Channing Stacks Lorenzo. Channing. Channing coming out with uh, Tony D, who's been on every week pretty much since his injury. So yeah. keeping him around. Um, there's some big punches and a beal from Hank. Uh, Stacks then leaps over Hank and hits this corkscrew uppercut. Uh, Stacks does a quite nice leg takedown and starts delivering elbows to the back, and then knees to the head, and Stacks just taking it to him now, only for a two count though. 
And then Hank comes back with the clothesline and the Luthez press and then uh, runs into a boot from Stax. But Hank hits the pounce and his shirt comes off. feel like he dresses like John Goodman, doesn't he, this shirt? Yeah, this, ma- this match was basically Christopher from Sopranos versus John Goodman from Roseanne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My brain was like, what's going on? <laughs> and uh, hits the splash in the corner. And then does, you know how like Devlin does the like the wrist control, like pull up into the yeah. Saito? Hank did this into like a, a slam, like pulled Stax up from the mat, right. which I thought looked quite nice. And then Stax slaps Hank, and this works up Hank, um, who starts getting in his face. But Stax hits the thumb to the eye, and then does a like a stomp, like the Seth stomp, but with the knee to the back of the head, which I thought looked quite nice. Yeah, and Stax picking up the win here. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, tr- they've in recent weeks they've been like putting quite a bit behind Stax, and I, I think he shows. I quite kind of like his aggression, and I think. Uh, he shows some promise, this guy. For sure. There's definitely some wrestling there that, like, this guy is what we assume is pretty green. He came in as a, a lackey for Tony D and now being put into this position, still having Tony D to kind of connect the dots of the character and why he's dressed the way he is and stuff. <laughs> but uh, I almost, like, I think the Tony D thing is kind of ran its course. The injury obviously putting him like a... Uh, Sleeping with the fishes, dead, yep. in, dead in the water there. But I think Stax showing a bit of wrestling in these matches as of late could possibly, like, you know, like we said, like wear actual wrestling gear and people might take it a bit more seriously because some of the wrestling is is connecting for sure. And he's he's pretty, he seems pretty young. So I mean, there's still a lot you could like mold into not just being some Sopranos character <laughs> on yeah. on NXT because there is some some showcase. And same with Hank. I mean, he's the guy, the security guy, like. Every every day guy, right? The blue collar. It was probably his best showing. I thought he's still like the character is great, but just the, smiling. the wrestling just isn't. Just there isn't that, that much there. Yet. I just don't know why he wears what he wears. <laughs> it's a lot of these people. It's like okay, we we get what your character is. Yeah. But you can you can change. You can yeah. You can wear different clothes really when you weird. wrestle. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it is strange. Love Hank. Love stacks. <laughs> We go to the Grayson Waller effect. Is that the name of his TV show? Uh, yes. Oh, nice. Is that also the name of his finisher? Yes. Is that also the name? Of- <laughs> yes. Yes, to all the above. Um, and Waller starts by mocking Truth. He's like, everyone at home watching, including our truth oh, is nursing his injury. Man, yeah. For anyone wondering, I saw today, I think it was uh, Fightful reported that. Uh, well, no, it was our truth as well who, who was tweeting about... Um, his injury from last week, man. He had uh, a quad tendon tear mm. in that spot that we watched last week That where we, we noticed he was clutching his leg. So, mm. poor guy. So, all the love to our truth He's someone I can't remember actually having a whole load of injuries. Has he? I can't recall. Like no. For someone who's been around for as long as he has, he... He's being pretty injury-free, from what I remember. Yeah. I mean, shout out our truth What an absolute legend. Our- had a rough week, because uh, got injured, and then... Nikki Cross threw away the 24-7 title. <laughs> it's a real bad week for Real bad week. Injured and not even there to be the last. 57-time champion. 57-time. Wasn't even the last champ. If I was him, I'd have 57 replica 24-7 titles all around this he, room. He, he should, once he comes back, once he's back from his injury, yes. just find, yes. like, walk past a trash can. No. And, like, 
Take it out? He, he should just start trying to pin people. And they'll be like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, the 24-7 title. I don't know who's the champ. I'm trying to find it. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's gone. Oh, I forgot. I have, uh, in honor of our truth, I have a question for you. Mm. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I want our truth on NXT when he comes back. More often, yeah. Yeah, I, I like seeing him uh, in the little bits that he yeah. did. And uh, I, it was, it was kind of shitty to see someone come in and get injured. But, unfor- like, sorry, fortunately, it worked for Grayson Waller. Yeah. It makes him be like, yeah, he got he injured. That, yeah. He's a dick anyways, yeah. right? So it really, it really works. So it's a sit-down with uh, Von Wagner and Bron Breaker, and it's been confirmed they're facing each other for the title next week. You know I was frothing at the mouth when they said Von Wagner's going to oh, be yeah. in a sit-down talking live segment. Bron v. Von. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Waller says that because uh, he's got all his like Instagram live comments. He's on Instagram live. Stuff. Yeah, all that shit. And he says a lot of the NXT universe are saying that Von doesn't really deserve a shot. Like he, he didn't win that ladder match for the NXT North American title. And he says a lot of people are saying Melo should be in this position because he's like been the guy for quite a while. Yeah. And Von says, who said that? Joe? Joe Joe Blow? (laughs) Well, I guess Joe Blow thinks he runs NXT now. (sighs) And Robert Stone starts to speak and says that people are jealous of Von. He's a a once-in-a-lifetime performer. Formula? (laughs) Once-in-a-lifetime performer. And Von says, I'm not here to be popular. I'm here for one thing and one thing only. That title. And I left you lying last week. And next week, I'll leave you lying too. He's fantastic. Oh, uh, man. I, oh, fuck. I mean, every Tuesday with Von Wagner is come Tuesday. Yeah. So him saying, who wrote, who said that? Joe Blow. Joe Blow. And then when he's like, listen, uh, last week, Braun, I laid you down in the middle of the ring. And listen here, buddy old pal. <laughs> Gonna do the same thing. Oh, man. He's oh, so, he's so I, great. I, like, ironically, Unironically, whatever the right saying is, he's the best. Yeah. <laughs> I've been telling, I've been telling you all, Von Wagner, get on the train while it's while it's you know. I will early. say he, uh, this look here in the suit and everything, he looks way better. Um, Mike work. Uh, anyway, Man. well, he, we we may, that matches next week, right? Yeah, we may not be calling him NXT champion, but it doesn't matter because. Von Wagner wrestling on main event this week. Oh. So we might lose him. We'll see. We'll see. We might, I don't know what we're going to do if we lose Von uh, Wagner. The main roster isn't ready for Von yeah. Wagner. Well, Bron says that statistically on paper, it does look like a, a good matchup. But if you want this, you, you attack me from behind. That was cowardly. And Waller shows a, a tweet that says, I'm ready to see anyone beat Bron Breaker. And... Um, and Bron says, if it's not Vaughn, I can think of someone. Oh, no, sorry. Wallace says, and if it's not Vaughn who beats him, I can think of someone way more handsome who could beat you. But that's going to be down the line. So Waller kind of putting in his claim for the title as well. How dare he make fun of Vaughn, yeah. handsome man? Uh, Bron says, NXT is all about the future. And a year ago, that was me. And now people are wanting to see who's next. But he learned from Champa that if you want something, you've got to go and take it. And he said there are great champions like Seth, Nakamura, and Owens who are all in the same spot I'm in. 
and says, JD McDonough's breathed a thing down my neck. And Apollo wants a shot too and says, yeah, Apollo, I said your name. You happy? Because mm. Apollo bringing up last week that yeah. he hasn't really mentioned him. But he says, no one is taking me this away from me. Von says, well, I'm going to be the one who takes it. <laughs> and Stone starts to speak. Von tells him to shut up. And he says, the first night I was here, I got a f- title shot. And Pete Dunne, um, Pete Dunne, who was it? Champer and LA Knight all had to gang up to take me out. And he goes, you go on about your second generation while I'm second generation too. Except I didn't use it to get in any stroke because no one knows who my fucking dad is. Uh, <laughs> and says, I won't stop at anything as you're Googling who Von Wagner's yeah, dad is. Yeah, I'm searching is. it right now. He says, I won't take uh, stop at anything to rip that title off your shoulder. And Bron says, well, how about you try it now? And they both stare each other down. Robert Stone starts yelling, so Bron just smashes his head against the desk. We have a stare down just to end the segment here. Damn. So Bron v. Von next week. Bron Von, 3,000 next week. My favorite line here was Bron, no one is taking away this from me. Von goes, I'm going to take that away from you. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite was Buddy Old Pal. Oh, Buddy Old Pal. Very dumb and dumber there. Good stuff. Yeah, uh, Bron's fine in it. Like I think Bron is very comfortable. Actually, yeah, Bron seems way more comfortable in in scenarios like this because when when you're going against Bron, usually lately the crowd kind of sides with the cooler, like not the the you know baby face in the yeah. thing in the in the chase, right? It's, that's what's interesting. But Vaughn is just this kind of blah character that the 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 crowd that go every week don't really care for so it made braun stand out like kind of there were people booing braun yeah but like it still he comes across way more cool in yeah. in this kind of thing but had a cool he, jacket on oh it was his dad's jacket yeah it was a r- classic rick steiner jacket oh man he used to wear this one all the time it was awesome he should he should rock this jacket yeah. all the time it looks really cool. fantastic uh, i wonder if vaughn should rock any of his dad's gear wayne bloom also known as Bo Beverly from the Beverly Brothers. Oh, so the okay. Steiners, the Steiners and the Beverly Brothers have had some some matches in the feuds and stuff. So it is. Wasn't that they, last week? It was Wes and Braun against the Beverly <coughs> Brothers, isn't it? <laughs> pretty much, yeah, yeah, pretty deadly. Uh, so yeah, uh, he is also a second generation. Uh, okay. We talk, I remember talking about it when he first yeah. uh, came into WWE, and then we were like, oh, he's part of, uh, he's related to that. But yeah. Uh, I don't mind the idea of this segment, like just building up a quick two-week title program and having this. It, it did elevate it. I think Bron is sorry, Vaughn is kind of funny. Vaughn for chance to watch, but yeah, uh, yeah. Like next week's actually looks kind of stacked. You got two title matches, um, and what was the other one they announced for next week? It was JD McDonough against someone I, think. I will say Apollo versus JD right. next week as well I will say for uh, Waller like he's got like tickers and stuff that go around yeah. and it's all like fake Twitter things like Elon, Elon Musk bots or whatever because it'll be like Grayson Waller fan 333 like Roman fears Waller yeah. or things like that like throughout the whole sh- thing it was pretty funny we see Wesley backstage who says Mello is right I never pinned him and in March this year I thought my career was almost over he says, I'm a tag wrestler. I've always been a tag wrestler and wasn't ever supposed to hold singles gold. But here I am and I'm on a roll like butter and not even Mellow can stop him. Damn. We also get a, a video package just kind of highlighting the Wendy Chu and Cora Jade feud. And uh, Cora says that Wendy has a friend complex where all her friends end up turning against her. 
and says you'll always be on the outside looking in. And next time, if you want to make a friend at my expense, think twice about it. Obviously. Yeah. Chu kind of siding with Valentina last week on the beatdown. Yeah. Wendy Chu also wrestling, I think, on Superstars or Main Event or something there. So, interesting. Okay. But, yeah. Uh, Wendy Chu, good wrestler, but the gimmick has kind of run its course yeah. a little bit here. So, not too uh, excited about this feud. We see Apollo Crews in Lagos, Nigeria. Yeah, what? Who says he's out helping the WWE search for the next African superstar. They're talent scouting. And he says, when it's the search for the next NXT champion, you don't have to look far. The next NXT champion is right here. Damn. Um, so, yeah, I, I feel, I don't think they made it official, but it seems like JD and Apollo is kind of a maybe unofficial number one contenders match i think so yeah that that match sounds pretty good I that think. match sounds great jd's I, been on a roll i don't want apollo to win this match mm. <laughs> it makes sense that he wins this match but i don't uh how cool is it that they're they're doing like talent scouting and and all this thing like all across the world i saw omas over there like what with like family members and and stuff like Damn. that's fucking awesome man i i think that is so good they should do that like send Send Sammy and Kevin Owens to Montreal. Do a Canadian tryout. Well, I mean, send like you know, send some native people from where they're from to where the they're thing from. Is they they always do the uh, they always do the Europe tour like sure. twice a year, don't right, they? Yeah. So they're, they're regularly doing tryouts in in the UK and Germany and that kind of thing. Same with coming to Toronto. They'll always do tryouts here in Montreal when they visit there. But they're not the WWE aren't going to Nigeria for for house shows right. on a tour, are they? So. Sending to there and like I guess pretty cool like China and India and those kind of places. Yeah, pretty cool. Why not? I I feel they should shoot more stuff about this. Show, I think show I think stuff on the website. Yeah, the there was some stuff with Omos and and Apollo. I did see uh, today, but I didn't watch uh, all the clips. But yeah, that's that's pretty cool. We go to our next match of the night: JD McDonough taking on Axiom. Uh, really fast start to this match with headlock takedowns and there's a head scissors from McDonough which Axiom flips and bridges out of. Axiom then goes for a flying kick and McDonough just sort of evades it, just steps back, which looked pretty cool. During the commercial, JD drop kicks the ring steps into Axiom's knee. I mean, this is after jumping over them and then kicking them. Like, yeah. this was very, there was some pretty impressive athleticism from both guys uh, all through the match. So now Axiom's kind of favoring the knee throughout the match. Uh, but delivers this beautiful drop kick in the ring and then just runs and springs to the top rope and immediately comes off with this beautiful like Urihara moonsault to the floor. Nuts, man. Look crazy. But then from the landing is kind of clutching at his knee again. Um, yeah, I mean, this this is this moonsault's nuts. This is where you you jump up and then with, with no hands, you're jumping, clearing the ropes and then twisting your body in midair to then use the top rope to kick off of to do a moonsault. Uh, Kenny Omega does this move uh, mm. a lot of times, but this guy did it picture perfect here. Awesome. Axiom is Liddy. Uh, this was great. He then uh, gets even more Liddy as he does a like Arabian moonsault over JD into this body scissors. Essentially, he kept on going for like the transmission. He goes for the choke, es yeah. Essentially, the, the, the legs body scissoring with the choke look really good, this transition into it. Uh, JD gets out of it and applies, tries to apply Boston Crab, but Axiom's kicking him in the face. Gets the crab locked in, but Axiom makes it to the ropes. And then JD, showing off his his boxing, just hits this kind of KO punch to Axiom. Goes up to the top, 
and goes for a moonsault, which gets caught into a triangle hold wow. from Axiom. Beautiful. Looked great. Um, JD counters this into a power bomb, but the power bomb gets countered into a snap Rana. Yeah, very Rey Mysterio esque mm. here, yeah. Uh, Axiom follows up with a PK, and then Axiom leaps and catches JD again midair in the Taz mission, and then JD gets out of that and just targets the leg and I don't know really what to call this move he just bends the leg back and bends it in a way it shouldn't really bend okay it's like a Boston crab but then goes deep on it so like that single yeah, yeah the single leg like the maple leaf there and then like really bending it back but then the way your leg can't touch the other it can't go the other way but he makes it go the other way so that the leg is almost touching, touching the, the ground and the yeah. mat bending uh, this looked gross. Booker T on commentary was fantastic here, giving him his flowers because he was like, "Did you? Did I just hear something pop? Yeah. His knee just popped. Come on, what, stop the match. What's going on?" And it got me hyped because that's what we were thinking. We were like, uh, "That like work or not, that should be the finish of this yeah. match because it looked deadly. It reminded me of Beth Phoenix and using Melina's own foot to beat herself in the head <laughs> with it in the Boston Crab one time. It looked." Like, scarier than that. It was deadly. So the ref pulls JD off of him as the doctors come in and start checking on JD. Sorry, on Axiom. On Axiom. And eventually the ref calls for the bell. He keeps going, what should I do? What should I do? What should I, I do? Like, th- this was my one gripe. I thought the finish was great. We're, we're now establishing JD McDonough has, like, referee stoppages at yeah. the finish, which I think is awesome. I don't like... The ref shouldn't be pulling someone off of a submission. Right. If you pull someone off, it's you over. should call the bell. Yeah. Like yeah. it's if you're worried for the safety of the the wrestler. Yeah. Like that's that's how boxing and UFC works, isn't it? Like as yeah. soon as no no no, it's done. It's done. So I didn't kind of like the I didn't really like the stuff with the doctors checking on him and oh is he good to go? Is he good to go? No, you just he won. He's over. It's he's over. Not, he's you've called it off. Um, apart from that, another really, really great match from JD McDonough here. I think and Axiom. Like I thought, I thought this was very good. Yeah, I mean, look, the storyline is that JD McDonough is a weirdo and likes hurting people. Mm. And in the promo earlier, is like, I'm gonna hurt you. Like I'm gonna target. He talks about targeting legs and bending legs and stuff like that. He, it's in the gimmick. So somehow, some way, they figured out Axiom can take this bump and know how to make it look good i would assume i'm assuming yeah. he didn't actually break this guy's leg this is wrestling no. right but like it looked like he did yeah. so I, I think that's where maybe the, there was miscommunication between what the doctors whether it, you know this is a work which it, it is the doctors basically going like hey all right now you're supposed to ring the bell but you're right the way the ref did it was like no get off him it's over is it over? What am I? You heard him yeah. like at, like four times. What am I supposed to do? And yeah. then finally, someone's like, "Dude, ring the fucking bell." Yeah. All right, it's over. It's yeah. over. It's like, yeah, it was over like fucking thirty seconds ago, a minute ago. So, uh, I in a way, in a weird way, added something to the match. We always say that yeah. adds stuff to it. But wow, man, uh, these two have chemistry. We've talked about them. We did a best match ever when we poured one out for NXT UK. UK yeah. We did a podcast talking all about the best hits of NXT UK TV. And these two put on a match that we talked about on that show that was, like, stellar. And I'd say this was on that level, if not. I mean, this guy's been on a run. JD? I almost wish they never did the Braun match. Because yeah. I, think, I think now he seems like a legit challenger. Now he, After now, the yeah. Ilya match, after this, I can see him. Maybe he'll do the same to a he wasn't. He wasn't pinned in the triple threat. No, so, but he was pinned in the single. He was pinned, yeah. True. It's, 
I, I almost feel, yeah, because now he feels he's having these great matches and... Bro, he, he injured this, Ilya. This is the stuff he yeah. was... And this is kind of what I... When he first came in and was doing the, the kind of pointing at the body parts and what I'm going to do, he didn't really show that in his matches, whereas now he is. It's all coming together. So, I mean, I, I, I'd buy him as a challenger again down the line. It's Me just too. We have seen him a few times against Bron. Uh, but yeah, really like match of the night here. Easily, easily match of the night. This was uh, uh, absolutely fantastic. I mean, uh, Axiom, uh, I'm not sold on the the look and the character. I think he would get over with being like just what you use the name, but don't look this way. Mm-hmm. However, it's like I can get over that. Like, I just think he's such a good wrestler. But uh, these two have some great chemistry. This was fantastic. Would definitely recommend. Honestly, all the stuff Axiom has been doing with Nathan Frazier, all the stuff JD's been doing with Ilya and stuff, like the the wrestling from all these NXT UK guys that have trickled over here have, has just been good. Yeah, so it's been good. Uh, cherry picking NXT would definitely say uh, check this match out. After the match, JD gets on the mic and says, that's a severe strain, not a tear, because I'm a nice guy. Mm. But I'm not a nice guy when that necessary evil comes out. And that's to anyone who steps between me and the NXT title. Ask Ilya. He's still in hospital. And this is a message to the locker room. Someone test me. I'm looking at you, Apollo. Damn. And yeah, that's confirmed for next week. Apollo Crews versus JD McDonough. Okay, so then here we're going into uh, a commercial break, but they announced that Shawn Michaels is announcing something. He's mm. issuing a statement involving Deadline next week, right. and they kind of hint that it has something to do with a match that's on the show. So maybe we go towards some sort of multi-man match again? That's... Elimination Chamber in NXT or something? Like, not yeah, saying it's that, but like... It does feel like a multi-man. You know, Apollo, got... JD, Ilya, Braun... Uh, Vaughn, maybe, depending how next week's goes, you know? Like, it does feel it like It feels this... like we could have a six-man Hell in a Cell. Armageddon yeah. Hell in a Cell Fuck in it. NXT. I mean, this one is going to be on the 10th. This is uh, at night, right? This isn't during the day. Final Battles during the day. That's I right. Think, it's right? during the day, yeah. This one's during the day? Sorry, no, that's no, stand and deliver. Yeah. Yes, no, this one's at night. So, I mean, uh, I, I, is it just in full sale? Is it just here? I think I so. I think so, yeah. So maybe it's not going to be one of these elaborate matches that we're talking maybe. about. <laughs> or maybe he announces next week that it's at somewhere. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, fair enough. I don't know. But yeah, I, I, I don't know if you're going... They are definitely lining up. Mellow as well. They, they, oh, they, There you go. They that's the introduced Mellow in the, in the Waller Effect. Ladder thing, match. Didn't they? Just not a ladder match, dude. Ladder it's match. It's a fucking cell. Come on. They're not going to fit. A, you can't fit anything in that little arena. Unless you're thinking. You've had war games in that arena. You've had two rings and a double cage. In that thing? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, during the pandemic. Oh, right? nice. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. I forgot. All right. Book it. Yeah, book it. Why not? Since we lost war games, we need a new gimmick. Yeah. So, like, we need something. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, I thought this match, though, was fantastic. JD is someone who, I mean, uh, it's kind of it, it, he looks like he's got to be Shawn Michaels' boy, and mm. he's he's been killing it since he's been over here. Been match after match. Like I'm NXT 2.0 still doesn't have me, but like I said, they're still cherry picking of some really good wrestling, and he has been part of that. That has made me go, oh, uh, he's in a match tonight. I I know that it'll deliver, and boy did they do. Boy did they do. Um, we go to our five minute challenge. Oh yeah, Brutus Creed taking on Damon Kemp. And Brutus just attacks Damon before the bell, before he can get to the ring. Uh, and then he's just uh, 
beating, just beating him down. Damon does go for the steel chair, which Brutus just blocks the chair shot with his arms, and then uh, starts doing Brutus smash, just raining down on him with the, his fists. It's a senton, and then picks up the steel chair and starts hitting Damon repeatedly with it. Causing the DQ, yeah. but got what he wanted, and he, that was payback. Yeah, he, he hits him with the chair, and then the crowd chant, do it again. It's yeah. DQ, but he just beats him, wallops him with the chair, uh, and gets his revenge. Brutus wearing some weird, like, giant Gonzalez singlet. Yeah, look, we love the Creeds. We absolutely love them. They will be huge stars. But what was up with... It looked almost like like a singlet, like wrestling singlet with pubes all over it. Yeah, it was puby, hairy, but it was not, it was gray with like dark colors. Uh, Very strange. That was what came to my mind. And then that's like, why? Out of all the the gear, why would it look like that? Yeah, it was very odd. Very odd. But uh, would like to see uh, them move on. And that's kind of what they go to with um, the perch. Yes. Veer. Veer and Sanger are on the perch looking at the Creed brothers. So assume setting up a a match between those two. And you'd assume whoever wins that, I assume the Creeds, will be facing pretty deadly for the titles at some point. I imagine so. Maybe that's the deadline uh, match. And yeah, but not much of a match, more of an angle yeah, here with the beatdown. For sure. Um, we get another video from Dijak who says he's wiped the slate for a fresh start. As we see him burning the mask again. This this mask is resilient because he's setting this thing on fire every week. <laughs> Three weeks in a row. Of these masks. He's got so many of them. Um, we see more of his face this time. He's wearing sunglasses. And he says, I'm going to get the entire world to cooperate and play by my rules. And those t- who do not follow will meet justice. My form of justice. Damn. Yeah, so... Justice Warrior, Dijak. Maybe he's mixed into the title. In the, in the everyone, six man Hell in the Cell. Everyone should be a challenge. Six Man Hell in the Cell Armageddon. Yeah. With uh, Dijak choke slamming someone off the, the top th- into a truck full of wood we don't, chips. We don't have an Uso anymore who can. Because Solo taking the bump off the cell onto the. Solo Sokoa taking that bump. Oh, man. Doing what happens. Where the fuck is Rikishi? Let's go. It's time to bring him in. Into the bloodline. Splash off the top of War Games. Naomi. Splash off the top of the War Games cage. Bring it back oh, like Rikishi? off Alvinas. Oh, oh yes. Who's who's hitting that? Rikishi. Solo. No, solo. Solo. Ooh, Jey Uso. Or both Usos off yeah. the cage. Boom. Yeah. While Roman goes, ooh ah. Ooh ah. <laughs> I need a Bloodline shirt. We the ones. Honorary Uso. We the ones. <laughs> I want to pose with the. Uh, with our bloodline, with Wayne, Wayne John, yeah, at the, at the anniversary show, with our, all our fingers, ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we got to do that. Who's our Sammy? Wh? <laughs> no, definitely not. He's not over. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I guess, I guess it would be him. Yeah, but he is. He's not over uh, as like Sammy. Cino. I guess Cino. Yeah, Cino's our Sammy. I guess so. Yeah, is Wh Heyman? See the wise sure. man. He's, he's the wise man? He's the wise man. <laughs> uh, no, I wouldn't say that either. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're fantasy booking war games again, but um, I don't remember how we got there. We're excited. We're excited. Yeah. Going um, to war. Yeah, Dijak. There we go. All oh, right, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, put him in war games too. Fuck it. So 
we see uh, Roxanne Perez backstage approaches Indy Hartwell, and Roxanne's like, "Hey, what's up? You seem you don't seem yourself lately. What's go- what's you going seem on? So chipper. What's going on, Inds?" And Indy says, "Look, you more than anyone should know this. There are no friends in this business. Did you not learn anything from Cora? Come on, fuck off, Roxanne. No friends in so, the industry. And Roxanne looking sad. She's like, oh man." She just wants friends. Yeah, but Indy's just, just Indy's just pissed off. There's no friends in wrestling, but you know there are friends in wrestling podcasts. Oh, all the friends, friends. all the friends. We go to our main event of the evening. It's for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship. Caden, sorry, Caden Carter and Katana Chance taking right. on Zoe Stark and Nikita Lyons, and it starts with Katana. And Zoe Katana just kind of flipping around here. Yeah, very impressive back and forth with Zoe and Chance here, where there's like they're they're doing monkey flips and Zoe lands on her feet and like vice versa. It was very like one upping each other. Um, Katana hits her like moonsault double knees, like Alexa Bliss, Kota Ibushi yeah. style, but kind of misses it here. And Vic says didn't get all of it quite there. Classic. Uh, but makes the tag to Caden. Uh, there's tandem power slams from Zoe and Nikita, and then Katana low bridges Zoe, and Zoe just goes flying. She just vanishes off the screen. It this looked great. Best low gone. bridge. <laughs> she was gone. Yeah, this is quite funny. Um, and then Katana does this like slingshot through the ropes, Rana to the floor, which I thought looked pretty nice. Very impressive. Uh, then there's a little bit of miscommunication between Zoe and Nikita, and Zoe shoves Nikita out the way to eat. A double super kick to save her partner. Yeah, sorry, was this Nikita pushing Zoe out of the way? Nikita pushed Zoe out the way. Yeah, there was some some good offense. There was a commercial break, and Zoe somehow fought back and was doing, like, Brock locks. Not as impressive as JD's uh, single-leg crab earlier, Mm. but was doing some pretty cool work. Uh, But then when, like, it came time for... all four in the ring, it was Nikita that, like, takes the bullet. Like, the classic, no, I'll do it, and pushes her out the way and then gets double super kicks. Which kind of signaled the the term because but, this was Johnny Gargano saving Champa from the ladder exactly. shot from, from AOP. Exactly, exactly. On that same night. Callback. Yeah. yeah. So uh, now uh, Katana counters with a DDT that she hits on Zoe, and then Katana and Caden hit their 450 splash neckbreaker combo to pin Zoe and retain the title. Yeah, there was, I mean, you, you missed, there was a lot of good back and forth. So Nikita somehow gets... My laptop died during this match, but... Oh, fair <laughs> enough, yeah. Uh, th- there was uh, some really good, like, so Nikita got the double super kick, but it wasn't the end of the match, and then she still fought back and hit this pretty cool-looking, like, half-and-half half suplex overhead, which was really nice, and then, like, a sidewalk slam, and she was getting hyped up, but then eventually gets the stun dog. Uh, and then that's when Zoe's in there and, and there was all this stuff. But Zoe's the one who ended up taking the pin the because pin, yeah. she was the one who was like sacrificed from mm. Nikita. But uh, it had a lot of good offense before b- between the four uh, women in this match because like this was the rematch from a few weeks ago where we were praising it. Like, hey, this was pretty good. And I, I thought this one was on the same level, if not again. even yeah, yeah. As, as good, even better. Uh, and then kind of obviously leads up to where we thought this was going. So Zoe and Nikita pick up the tag titles and they hand them over to um, Katana and Caden uh, and kind of give them respect. It's like, okay, you, you want it fair and square this time. But then Zoe doesn't let go of the title. 
turns around and cracks oh. Nikita in the head. Right great, in the head. great headshot with yeah. the title here, actually. Damn. And then goes to hit Caden and Katana, who dip out the ring. <laughs> but yeah, Zoe turning on her partner there. Uh, I think this is good. I think uh, I I think Zoe's a tremendous wrestler, but this edge should be good for her. I think a heel yeah. turn could be good for for her run. I actually. I know we were, it, they were totally signaling this last week yeah. with Zoe and stuff. It was anyone could have seen this, but I was hoping that it was a swerve and that Nikita would actually go, "Yeah, we can be bad guys together." It would have been more. It'd be more interesting. Yeah. But uh, solidify these titles and give these two a good reign and spin off Nikita and Zoe into a feud. Why not? Sure. Yeah, it's just another one of those things where you go, "All right, who is the." Who else is in this division? No one else. There isn't any. So, yeah. Are there I'm any sure. tags? No. No, because right uh, Ulysses is injured. Isn't Toxic she? attraction. So yeah, exactly. Um, so you really got to start like find Sol Rook or a partner or something. I don't know. Sure. Um, and that was NXT. That was NXT. Yeah, uh, always a mixed bag of stuff on NXT. There's so much filler and and fluff that and and stuff of, of the 2.0 stuff that I still really don't like. But in between. There's some pretty good wrestling and, and stuff that I know a lot of people aren't are still check, completely checked out of NXT, and I totally understand that. But I would say if you're like a completist and stuff, there is still week by week some stuff to cherry pick that definitely is worth watching. And this week, definitely some of the wrestling. Uh, but there is still a lot of like, okay, uh, the barbershop didn't hit for me as usually as it usually does. And <laughs> where was the other location? The bar. The bar. It was just a little too... My grandpa and me used to crack peanuts. It was just a little too goofy, too Degrassi as NXT 2.0 can get from times. But uh, but still positive because of the wrestling for me, honestly. I really like this show, actually. I, I didn't really dislike any of it. I yeah. thought the... Uh, there was... I, I thought the kind of more enhancement matches were a little more entertaining than usual with, uh, like... Hank and Stacks there. I, I thought JD Axiom was fantastic. Yeah. Enjoyed the main. Um, I thought the the Grayson Waller threat was pretty fun. Uh, Cena was saying... Sorry. And I actually liked... I, I liked the bar stuff and the, the barbershop. I, th- I thought it was one of the stronger episodes this week and great improvement on last week's. Cena was saying that one of the graphics in the Grayson Waller affecting was tweets from people and one mm. of the tweets it didn't have the our handle but it said where does grayson waller get his shirts oh so clearly that's your tweet every that, week that might be mine <laughs> every week where yeah. does he get his shirts yeah and he never answers the true heel that he is <laughs> uh yeah uh there was some fun stuff on this week's nxt that's what we thought i see we have one bit of feedback here so i will read it and it is from sean who says that was a hell of a show JD versus Axiom was an amazing match. Anyone who saw those two work in NXT UK know what's in store down the line. Brutus versus Damon was short but brutal and fun. And I'm really looking forward to the Creeds versus Indushir. Lots of great little moments along the way too. Cora had a great video package and Indy cut an impressive backstage promo. And finally, the main event was phenomenal. All four ladies put on a banger of a match and Zoe's heel turn was perfectly executed. The road to NXT deadline is off to a great start. And that said, never, ever, never, ever, ever let Von Wagner speak again. And then, <laughs> and then Sean adds, I think he was listening to us talk about Brutus's 
uh, pu- singlet. pube gear. Yeah. Uh, Brutus singlet had a gorilla print since Brutus is basically a big old ape. Ah, I see what they were trying to do, but it has the hair down near his, cr- near his crotch that made it look like he's just like. That's, sometimes someone's got to look at something. It's like I oh. get what you're going for. Yeah. But yeah, it looks like kind of looks like you haven't trimmed for a while. Brute. Yeah, <laughs> November, what up, big brute. <laughs> Movember, <Movember. laughs> that's what he's going for yeah. down, but down there, uh, he's still awesome. But yeah, yeah. what's up, big brute? What up, big brute? Love it. Thank you, When's Sean. He coming back. I hope. Yeah, where is Roddy? He's he he got fucked up real bad. Where is the lie? He's gonna show up with Bobby Fish down the line. Okay, all right. <laughs> okay, well that's it. That was NXT. Thanks guys for listening to us talk about it. Uh, follow us on all the socials. Every like and retweet is obviously uh, appreciated. And Apple iTunes listeners, go check us out uh, and give us a nice little review if you use that app. Why not? And hey, Patreon.com/slash up next. It's what keeps the lights on here. And uh, we have all the podcasts out there. Go check us out. It's only five bucks. And anytime you sign up, it gives you a whole month of access to our Patreon. And uh, we would love for you to check out all the podcasts that we have out there on this stuff. But we can't wait to see some of you next week as well at the post-wrestling five-year anniversary. So it's going to be a whole lot of fun. Next week. Wow. Next week, we're going to be in New York. It's exciting. Concrete jungle where dreams are made of. Can't wait. Thank you guys. All right. At Up Next Podcast on Twitter. I myself, Brain Harrington. I'm at the Bray D. And you can find me at Davy Portman. That's it, that's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And I love you, my buddy old pal. Oh boy. This holiday, whether you're making a Kroger Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Kroger has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. From 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. Text that hilarious joke about your boss to your boss. What? No, no. Try a $4 Coors Light Tall. Set your morning alarm for 6 p.m. That calls for $5 strawberry margaritas. So if you ask your phone why you're still single and... Ha, ha, ha. Seriously? Head to Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour from 3 to 6. At participating locations, taxes and fees apply. Dine-in only. Drink responsibly. Offers vary by location. Void where prohibited. 